be here. Damn straight. Fucking party. Those are the guests we want. Indeed. How you doing, Bobby? Doing good, and you? Not so bad. Dude, uh, happy end of Arizona Beer Week. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is the end. It's like a weight has been lifted. I did wake up feeling rather pleased today. Yeah. Yes. I. I mean, I realized that any event I attend from here on out will be strictly of my own desire. Ooh, I guess, <laughs> yeah, like, our yeah. guest's getting wily, so I better get yeah. into it. He said that bottle is going to explode regardless, so he's like, might as well shake it. Yeah, I mean, might as well smack it on the table a little bit, uh, which is also a story about how they used to try to cure the clap. Anyway, How they cure the clap. Well, yeah, they would put their penis on the deck, and then you'd slap, slap it. Slap it. Get all that pus out. In any case, welcome to... Pussy. Pussy. Industry Secrets, the podcast where we talk shit and talk shop. Um, IndustrySecretsPod at gmail.com is the email for any input. And uh, today we've got a great guest, a great radio voice already. Check oh, that's a fact. Doing a sound check. Uh, just beautiful. So Is it Josh go. Shockey? Well, let's see. I got a face for radio and a beautiful voice. Uh, Joshua is what my mother calls me. Okay. Like, like yeah. a tree. Yeah, like the Joshua tree or the book in the Bible. What, so I'm not familiar with that. It's, it's What's the Bible? Time. Yeah, right. Yeah, is that a no uh, is that stage a name Rod Fontana? But I answered all of it. <laughs> so last name Shockey? Yeah, absolutely. That's a good last name. It is. I mean, that was that was high Shockey school. Shockey, Like, what's up, dude? How'd you get that rad last name, Shockey? I'm like, my dad married my mom, and then they fucked and made me. <laughs> Uh, a couple uh, generations ago, my grandfather was struck by lightning nine times. <laughs> Very unfortunate. There is, there was, there there was a Shockey Electrical Company, electrician's company in Pennsylvania that my, it's in my family. Sometimes it just uh, writes itself when like someone with a lock with an E uh, opens like a, a locksmithing company. Just, it yeah. all comes together. Yeah. And means, if their name's John, John Locke. OG too. Those guys didn't use meters. They're like, is that wire hot? <laughs> Yeah, that one. Yeah, that one's hot. We should probably moving on. Yeah, yeah. Oh God, <laughs> the live wire. Well, now that uh, we know who we have here, Bobby, <laughs> why don't you? Uh, why don't you open this bitch up for us? Oh, let's do it, Josh. As an adult man, mm-hmm. have you ever shit your pants? Like this month? Let's hear it. Oh yeah, tell us about the time. <laughs> well. Well, yeah, um, yeah. can't remember the last one. I think it was this year, but no, the answer is yes, first and <laughs> foremost. Because if you haven't shit your pants, you're just not living life hard enough. Sure, you know, I I, I did a little research before I came <laughs> on this podcast, and, and I listened to a couple episodes, and they're like, "Oh God, that's disgusting." No, never. I'm like, "Come on, man!" Like, yeah, Ben Vandermeer is a liar. Yeah, you're not living. Yeah, <laughs> I'm here no, to say absolutely, it. I'm here to say it. absolutely. In fact, it's funny. Uh, I knew this question was coming, and um, I remember a story. Just like that turd that was about to fall out of your ass while your pants were on. It's terrible, man. So my company car <laughs> at uh, in one of my last jobs, previous jobs, I used to carry an extra pair of slacks, you know, and a nice button-down shirt, just, you know, because I spill coffee on it mm-hmm. before an ABP or something. And, and I called them my poop pants because you just <laughs> never know, man. And they just sit in your car just in case. Well, I mean, they were hung up on the back, you know. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. They're my poop pants. They yeah. were, like, terrible dockers, too. They were my... <laughs> Like D list options. Those are the ones you're like. If I needed to wear them, I I, ha- I could, but I don't choose to. Exactly. Like, I mean, I hope you wore a pair of pants. Yeah, they were. They they were all frayed at the at the hems. If but someone no. saw me wearing these, they would know 
I'd probably shit my pants. That's a hundred percent. Okay. Yeah. Right. No, I'd not have worn those pants a lot. What'd you call them again? Your poop pants? <laughs> Just poop pants. See, I have a different uh, idea of what poop pants are. Poop pants to me are pants that you do poop in. No, well, well that's the problem. Well, that's poopy pants. <laughs> that's past tense. Yeah. So that's like shock e. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your past tense of your last name. Yeah. So no, that's um, <clears throat> that's a hard yes. Yes. You got any uh, highlight stories you want to talk about? Well, I mean, a lot of it has to do with comedy. People are like, man, I laugh so hard, it hurt near piss my pants. I'm like, yeah, but did you poop? Yeah, did you shit? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> that was some, some good yuck yucks. Yeah. That was the first time I heard, um, like, uh, like John Mulaney. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, uh, New in Town, the whole, oh, the whole yeah. album. And I was oh, like, you know, one. what are three other things about him? And I was like, Bob! <laughs> so, I sure. still use his line, you know, when he's like, you know, I lied. Like a liar. I, just, <laughs> I, I, I can't do the joke, but I say that all the time. Mm-hmm. What's nice is um, my child, uh, his favorite comedian is John Mulaney. Yep. So I, uh, it's it's not some lame shithead, and I just get to hear his specials all the time when she's bored, and I'm like, that is fantastic. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that clean comedian had some problems. You know, had to go to rehab. Well, that's and all unfortunate, that. man. Hasn't you he, know, hasn't he always been kind of honest about that? Though, absolutely. No, he's great about it. Yeah, oh, what no. I'm saying, like, and, and if you just look at someone his that, like buttoned-up look on top of that, book, and then like yeah. face value, it looks, and then like you gotta love Olivia Munn. She loves a good hot mess. Uh, so he falls off the wagon, and she's like, "I'm gonna save you." <laughs> I mean, what a what a play. I mean, I'm not mad at it. No, no, and he, I mean, he owns it. He's he's a he's a great comedian. Uh, obviously, a tremendous writer. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he wrote for SNL, and uh, him was, and Nick Kroll do a, a oh, skit show together, which is outstanding. Nick Kroll changed my life. Yeah, man. I fell in love with him on um, the league. The, the league, league. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yep. No, but I mean, he has a whole <laughs> bit about not drinking. He's you know being sober, mm-hmm. and you know people don't know how to act when you go. And this is actually applicable in our industry because the the whole revolution of the newer category on on at restaurants and venues are the mocktails yeah. it's not just your na you know you know athletic brought the game yep they leveled up what have because, I been saying? what's that is that what i've been saying yeah no but yeah. i mean he talks about all of the reasons and he shares the stories which are comedic stories he was like i was at a house party and you know da 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 and i Probably shouldn't say that word, but he was, it was NWA and he was yeah. like, he's, you know, a bunch of toddlers at this house party and the cops come in and they're all screaming an NWA <laughs> yeah. lyric. But and he's police. like, yeah. And he's just like, he's like, oh, I have, <laughs> climbs out the window above this washing machine, mm-hmm. runs through the backyard. He's like, I've never climbed a fence that high before. And then I wake up at home. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. It's a, uh, is this whiskey or perfume? And he drinks the whole thing and he goes, that was perfume. So that's why I don't drink. And I, I love the man and I, I, I still support him. You know, everybody has their hiccups and I'm, uh, I'm the first one to toe the line to give and be an advocate of second chances. I mean, shout out, baby. That's a nice little plug. Second chance, Brewing Company. No, second chances, man. For sure, dude. Everyone um, makes mistakes. Yeah. So. Um, I mean, I'm the first person to tell anybody when i fucked up or when i suck right like like what are what, like especially i get like an account mad at something like yeah i fucked up how are we gonna resolve this let me just fix it for you yeah, give me a chance to fix it don't yeah. kick me out you know or just or, or fucking kick me out and be a bitch like, all right, <laughs> but i'm gonna sit there and tell you that i i'm not gonna be like you were wrong and you suck i'm gonna go i was wrong i suck you're taking this the wrong way yeah right like i'm here to solve your problems that's why i'm sitting there telling you how shitty i am at what i do let me fix it yeah and give, it give me tends to work yeah so, 
Uh, I actually brought a beer that's been sitting in my cellar for quite some time. This is uh, back from my distributor days. My sister company back in Illinois used to uh, used to distribute. Illinois? Yeah, Illinois oh, with an S. No, don't pronounce the S. I will reach across this table and slap over <laughs> No, I, I like to overpronounce oh, actually, the, the do that. N, Illinois. Alex, big boy. Oh, not even the Chicago freaks say it like that. And we don't, oh, we do not like Chicago. Where I'm from. Oh, the old Windy City? Oh, yeah, the Bears. I've got no loyalty to that fucking jittle. Oh, man. No, it's Upland. I'm I'm AZ native, bro. I fucking represent the Southwest. There you go. So, I represent beer. My old man used to tell me. Well, he has a couple many sayings, and I'm probably going to quote him quite a bit on this podcast. But um, all beer is good beer. It's just some beers better than others. Uh Yeah, for sure. And it's one love. So, this is from Upland out of Indiana. Um, We're going to open this one up. Over a trash can in case it's Yeah, it's probably going to foam over. It's a sour with a... It's, a, it's called Dragon Fruit. Upland Dragon big Fruit. Big age sour, Fat too. Fat since like 14 or something. Yo, you know what I learned when I uh, first started with uh, bartending was... An old lady told me this when I was doing like mimosas. It was like a mimosa brunch. Mm. And I pop open a bottle of champagne. I just rip the cork out and start pouring. Who fucking cares? Like, uh, And she goes, you know what? Good champagne's supposed to sound like when you open it? It's supposed no. to sound like a nun's farting. Nun's? Real quiet. Well, that was the other thing. Yeah, I know people want to like saber it and, you know, maybe use the, you know, shoot across the room. And that's cool. Don't get me wrong. But if you're going to do it, do it right. Yeah. You're not going to hear it. It's a little. Yep. Nuns farting. farting. (laughs) I've never heard that. I like that. It was a a real drunk old lady. (laughs) I had an old guy. I had an old friend that worked for this distributor that used to, God, he used to say this all the time and it bugged me. But it's applicable. So I'll repeat it. He's like. (laughs) Actually, had two sayings. He's like, sounds like ants pissing on cotton balls. Just can't hear it through a quiet. <laughs> yeah. What was the second saying? Well, I'm going to take a sip. and, oh, and I, Yeah, it's it's about, uh, <laughs> he talks about, and, and it's, he overused it. And this is, this is terrible. Uh, I hate saying it because I, you know, I'm not going to name his name, but everybody back in Illinois, if they, when they listen to this, they know exactly what I'm talking about. That's, uh, man, isn't that tastier? That's, that's better than an angel pissing on your tongue through satin panties. So, Are you kidding me right now? That's great. <laughs> so here in Arizona, uh, we had, uh, and, I'll, and I'll call his name out, uh, we had JP. Uh, he did eventually move to Georgia and started Scofflaw, which is a super successful brewery out there, mm-hmm. so good for him. Uh, but he owned the world of beers out here. But Smells great. Uh, Cheers, guys. Thanks for, getting, thanks for bringing the beer. Yeah, thanks for having me. That's delicious. That's delightful. It's nice and tart. Oh, yeah. Yep. It's puckering. Yeah, I'll get you. It's right Ooh. here. His mouth noise is going. Dude, right I got to say, so we did a, uh, a, Alex and I did a collab, both our breweries with uh, Raleigh Farmhouse Sales. Okay. And oh, shoot, John. That beer's coming in. Oh, thank God. John cracked open probably 10 or so bottles like that, and we just only drank sours the entire fucking day. And that was by far the closest I've ever gotten to shitting my pants. I was about to say, I'm like, what was your gut biome it was, like I that? walked out of the room, past the bathroom, like past the kitchen, into the far bathroom, and it would just like kind of press on my stomach and just... Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll go back to the podcast now. It was, it was so bad. Like, it's like when you wake up after a gnarly hangover, it's like it's just like that sour stomach, but it was like during the drunk. It was, it was horrible. It was delicious. Sounds it was fantastic. Great, yeah. But, dude, I literally, like, at one point, 
we still have three or four more bottles to open up. And I look at Alex and go, nope. No. I'm not drinking another one of these. Now, we used to go on these um, like two, three-day weekend trips into the city. We do that once or twice a year. It's about as much. It's like Vegas. You get... I get three days, maybe. Yeah. That's my cap at Vegas. Yeah. It's much like Chicago. I mean, it's just, I get, it's too much. You get in the Hipsterville up in Logan Square, you know, and we were down in the meatpacking district, you know, Girl and the Goat. We go to like Bangers and Lace and, you know, Beguile and Penrose, and we would do nothing but Drink. sours. Oh, sours. Sours Ooh. for 36 hours. And it's too much. Your stomach is not designed for that. Or is it not enough? It's too much. It's too much? It's too much. That's relative. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've never done the 36-hour uh, bender of sours. But, yeah. But uh, I did like a 10 to 12-hour bender of sours, and that was too much. I mean, it's, it's an expensive weekend. Without for, a doubt. For sure. And then when you're there, you're like, I can't get this anywhere else, so I should be drinking it, right? Like, and everyone's just like, yeah, you're supposed to be drinking these right now, right here. Yeah, you can't right get here. anywhere else. Well, and you're you like, fucking all right. Like, yeah. as soon as I leave here, it's impossible for me to get, so I'm going to do it. <clears throat> yeah, it'll uh, it'll fuck you up. I went on a couple sour benders, but like I've said before on the podcast, uh, my gut biome kind of like really responds well to uh, like tart like, and vinegars, like vinegars, tart, like kind of more uh, fermented, fermentables, fermented potables, if you will, potent potables potent for five hundred, potent potables. Yes, there you sir. go. Yes, sir. But um, uh, well, shit, I lost my train of thought. But what I was saying uh, just before we kind of. Uh, jump into the first question because uh, I know it'll drive a couple people crazy. Uh, what I was saying about JP, uh, <laughs> having, full uh, circle, full I'm, circle. I'm always paying attention. Um, is it much like uh, the gentleman you were describing? We just called him JP isms, and he'd say shit like, I don't know, does 40 pounds of flour make a big ass biscuit? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm gonna tuck that one away. I like that. I that's, that's, that's what I'm talking about. Be like, <coughs> them bitches over at Duke or Tougher than boiled owl. Man, what? you can't swing a dead cat without hitting the. Da, 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 yeah. 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 What's the tougher uh, than boiled owl was very specific though. <laughs> I, I want to know never the one. reference to forty pounds of flour makes a big biscuit. Is that just like referencing like things that are big are big? If there's well, no, a lot like, of it, it's a lot. Yeah, I mean, is that I, essentially what I, it is? I mean, I think it's just saying like, hey, if you use forty pounds of flour, is it going to make a big ass biscuit? Meaning like, yeah, no shit. Well, I mean, but you would. Oh, it's a no shit reference. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, it's like, got it. There's a bear shit in the woods. There it is. That's what I was saying. Then you metal them all together and mold it, and you're like, if a bear poops in the cat and poops woods, doesn't make them Catholic. Dude, I got a People in glass houses shouldn't sink ships. No, they shouldn't walk around naked. Yeah. I got a regular that love. He's so creative. He's like, John, you want another beer? And he's like, does the pope shit in the woods? You, just, you can say yes, Jesus man. Please, Christ, like, like and it's, it's four or five times in a night. Same one. Every every no. time I get him a beer, he doesn't flip the page and go with a new nope. one. Pope shit in the woods. Oh man, that beer's so good that makes me happier than a midget at a miniskirt convention. Tell you what. Nope, it's a uh, Pope shit in the woods. I'm like, okay. Oh, that sounds like a guy I grew up with. Shout out Tim. Uh, I'm certain he's still saying it to this day. Oh, I stopped asking. Same exact thing. Like not 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 a thing like that. Exactly does a Pope shit in the woods, which he was saying when we were does kids. Pope. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's uh, the first time I was like, when he's camping, I'll play along. Uh, and then after that, I just look at him and go, The first beer? time you hear it, it's quirky, it's fun, but people who do say it tend to overuse it. Four times so a day, every thing. Sunday. This is something I learned. Because <laughs> I love comedy. I love everything about it. I love even the, the structure of, of writing jokes. And um, I learned something earlier. You can be that guy. And, and, and don't be, how do I say this? 
You don't want to be you don't want to be that guy, but you want to be that guy. You're like, oh, that guy always has a joke. Yeah. Hey, Josh, tell me a joke. Yeah. And all you really need is to memorize one joke, very quick. Either like a long story. Okay, so the fire department comes in full of elders. You know, the big long story, or even a quick punchline. Yeah. You just need to know one per month, right? Yep. Memorize it, and every time you see your circle. You just be like, hey, did you guys hear about the uh, da, 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 da? And they're like, oh, man, you're so funny. Dude, I memorize 12 jokes a year, and I'm known as the joke guy. <laughs> I just see everybody once a month, and they hear a new joke. And they're like, man, you're so funny. You're always on, dude. Yeah. I just usually used to pull them from, like, on the backside of the Playboy centerfold, used to have the jokes, and uh -huh. those were the good jokes. Oh. Yeah. People really did read those articles. Well, yeah. Well, what? I've they... never owned a Playboy. No, I never. No. I mean, I've like looked at someone else's Playboy, and I'm like, "This is cool. Yeah, I want one of these." And then when I could get one, I'm like, "I got the internet." Dirty, dirty old man. <clears throat> dirty jokes. I mean, what am I gonna jerk off to titties? Like, come on, let's move along. Have mercy. What, what am I? Six. Yeah. I need to ask Gaping Bush. Like, come on. Yeah, like, I, if, if, I'm not, if I'm not watching Gaping Anus Porn, I can't even get Morning Pisswood. Like, so we're going there. We can talk about that? I mean, yeah. I mean, like, like I said, there was just one request, and you got close early, but I, I, think, I, think, <laughs> I, think, purely, I think that was purely on mumbling. Wow. <laughs> but, hey, but hey, we're on track. Uh, okay. Yeah, we could, we could talk about whatever you want. Yeah, That's he was what. talking about his favorite chips, salt and... <laughs> Just for the record, mine are now Takis. Yeah. Chili Lime, Muy Fuego. They are. They changed my life. I, uh, Takis are No, I dated this uh, Latina Dude, uh, uh, last year. She brought tahine and Takis into my life. Whoever came into uh, Takis are like, let's do like a Mexican Dorito. And they're like, okay, what really sets us apart? We're just going to roll them into We're just going to roll them. Roll them up. Like, yeah, yeah. It, it just like the rest of Mexican food. Like it's the same ingredients. We just do a different thing. We just put a new name on. It's fan and it's, it's fantastic. Differently, yeah. yeah. And, and you know what I did appreciate? I appreciated the like the kind of like come back to Doritos too, because like well, Takis are great and I love them and they are some of my favorite, uh, especially the chili lime. Mm -hmm. When they made Tapatio Doritos, I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> like that is my shit. Well, that's can, when they I became Doritos. Yeah, they, they 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 came backwards with it too. They're like, okay, we're gonna. Doritos is going to, you know, or Takis is going to kind of get, you know, as big as Doritos and kind of get some recognition, at least here in Arizona. And then Doritos is like, yeah, but Tapatio. Mm. And, uh, oh, they're so good. Uh, they're the only chip I'll really consume. So, for the record, I've done quite a few things in my early life already across multiple industries and avenues and experiences related and unrelated to beer. So, I'm an open book, and I've got stories for days. Let's hear some of them. Well, you got to give me a direction. So, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to open the floor for questions. <laughs> I'm gonna, it's your podcast. But <laughs> so, uh, I know you get stories, but uh, we, we just recently had uh, Strong Beer Fest. Did you go to Copper State? Oh, absolutely, yeah. So, between yeah. Copper State and um, the new Arizona Beer Fest location, and it could be prior beer fest you any uh, beer fest creatures you know what i again in my research and you you'd ask that question in previous episodes and i don't quite define creature because a, a, a real drunk um, a, uh, well actually this is um because jack and i was actually talking to her about this last night that um creature can be i mean usually it's a drunk intoxicated person but it can also just be um Kind of like when you go to like a fest or a parade, there's always like, you know, 
people. That guy. They, yeah, P- people, that, people that like attention or th- things that just you know leave a leave a lasting impression. Like uh, <laughs> like that's a core memory for somebody. You know what? I have to be honest with you when. I don't have any standout all-star creatures, as you put them, because I've been, you know, it's, so I've been in the industry for over 15 years now, between bartending, distribution, you know, cut my teeth as, as a merchandiser, and then, uh, you know, you know, I moved to Arizona and, and uh, I've been working for uh, at some, some breweries. Do you know where the picture is? Yeah, I've got it right now. Okay, we're oh, both looking at the same thing. Are you, okay, yeah. you're on the same page. So I, I don't, I mean, yes, I have stories, but I think what I'd like to share is a game we used to play. All right. Okay. It's better. Go on. It's, okay. um, it's not better. It's different. All right, I'll take a look at your creature. Well, that's the All right, for those one. who are playing the home game, I'm looking, is this poop? <laughs> one can assume. Yes. All right, this guy has soiled his drawers standing next to a rather large lady. <laughs> Dude ain't small himself. Who's she, bent over, not at the knees, but at the waist. Puking. Puking. Yep. She's getting it all over her hair. And open-toed sandal. That's poor judgment right there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, uh, she had a lot of toes there out. Hold on to that for a second. I'm gonna ask you to <laughs> I don't want to look at it yeah, anymore. Yeah, but let's Rorschach test that poop stain. So it's in the state... Of yep. Texas. Yes, it is. Yes, There's it a panhandle. Is. I see West Texas over on, on what would be his left cheek. Yep. And uh, looks like Brownsville is Brownsville all the way down to his knee. This is not good. No. I, mean, yeah. I, I, I got to get home. That gets reposted. What do you do? Year. That's from Strong Beer, I think, like six years ago. Oh, yeah, for sure. Back when it was in Indian school. Or oh. Indian Steel, rather. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was with Santan uh, at the time. And uh, by the way, first time saying it out loud, Stone Brewing Company, what up, dudes? Yeah. Oh, there we are. Yeah. So, no, that was um, a couple of years ago. This is all BC before COVID. Um, absolutely. I mean, people, people just wild. puking wild. I mean, strong beer, they're falling into those little lakes where people pissing, are trying to fish. Pissing and behind pi- uh, porter potties. Oh, and I watched a long. guy straight up urinate just down his pants walking. I mean, didn't even pull out his willy. He just there's your uh, there's your creature. I guess, but they're just they're everywhere at, at beer fest. It's you like see walking him? dead. Yeah, it's just it's like okay, there's one. That's it's fine. So common, on. they just don't stand out. You know, it doesn't. That's how that's how wild some of these beer fests get. Where like. What the normal like person walking around would be like, holy shit. Like okay. what is happening here? And us vendors are just like, business as usual, move along. Yeah, Hi, just like, yep, got it. All right, cool. This is just a Saturday in my book. All right, would you like to hear about the sto- the, the game? Yes. yes. Okay, the game. So there used to be a tasting uh, back in Peoria, Illinois. For the record, okay. the original Peoria. It's where I resided before moving to Arizona. Is that important for them? No, I just want to okay. lay claim to fame. <laughs> okay, he just we wanted to talk shit about Arizona, yeah, no, pure Arizona. Pure Arizona. Which I appreciate. I just wanted to know if that was specifically <laughs> it's called important to like, their Warrior. town. If they're just like, we are the first. <laughs> no, no, for sure. No. There's, there's, you, you know there's a Springfield out there that's like, it's us. <laughs> yeah, but like, there's a Springfield in every state. That's why Simpsons picked Springfield. Yeah, I don't and they think had, there's actually one here. I think there's... Uh, there is. We have Springerville, but that's not Springfield. Yeah. No, we have one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Moving on. So anyway, Peoria, Illinois. There was this uh, this one, a, a top a top ten account off premise called UFS. Stood for Unclaimed Freight Store of Unclaimed Freight Service. I can't remember, but a buddy of mine. Shout out to Gerard. Gerard. That beautiful tall drink of water. 
size 17 boots. Holy shit. He was the buyer. Loved him to death. I believe he was um, he was the owner's son or he had ownership. I mean, he was family owned. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, they used to have this two-day sampling. <clears throat> uh, and it was on Black Friday and then Saturday. Oh, and oh, it was terrible. big. It was, it was, I mean, every Swing and Johnson uh, from every distributor called all their suppliers, and then suppliers showed you up. Needed like, you needed to be there for two-day sampling event. So hey, holy it's like a cross between a sampling uh, and a beer fest, and it, it got rowdy. Now, real quick about UFS. Love that place. They had a, a tremendous beer selection, mm-hmm. but they had a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. You'd walk, I mean, how do I describe UFS? They bought like freight. No. No, no, no. Uh, like uh, Lily's in Vegas? It's like Big R had a love child with Fleet and Farm, had a love child with Boot Barn, had a love child with Man, Walmart. Damn. Love it. And they had a beer section. So cool. Like you walk in, they're like, there's a huge pallet of gloves, gloves, winter gloves for 99 cents, but they're all right hand. No <laughs> pairs, just the right hand. <laughs> love them. Uh, so, I mean, shout out to UFS. Uh, anyway. I love the blind spots of capitalism. They're beautiful. Yeah, it was great. So it's just the unclaimed freight shit. Yeah, right. every time I come in there, he's like, hey, Shocky, you still got that 99 GMC? I'm like, yeah. He goes, you want a brush guard? I'll make it sell it to you cheap. He's like, it came off a Ford, but I think it'll fit. <laughs> uh, I'll trade you 42 right-handed gloves for it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, this guy, um, he put on a, a hell of a show. And I remember it was... You know, you'd, you'd, you'd kind of sit there at the dinner table, the Thanksgiving table, and just, it'd be looming on the horizon. You'd see a thunderstorm oh, coming. It's like yeah. a two-day sampling, and it was a shit show. But it was great. So, the game um, that was originated by Jim uh, James McGee, uh, who's currently with Revolution Brewery in Chicago. And uh, he started the game. He used to be on the street at the distributor front line. Now he's with Rev, and he still shows up. And the game is, it's a point structure, and it's... Hey, man, what do you have here? All right, that's one point. Like, dude, okay. it's, there's shelf talkers. You can see it. Everything's out front. There's yep. full display. He's like, oh, man, uh, you know, I don't like beer. What do you got for me? All right, well, that's two points. What are you doing at a beer tasting? I don't like beer. Yeah, I don't like beer. And then it's like, what's your strongest beer? Oh, yeah, you know, there we go. You know, victory, golden monkey, nine, and nine some change percent. Cool. All right, that's three points. And then it was a point structure. And within all the suppliers, and you had to have a witness, and he'd tally it yep. up. So we'd all go after hours and bring the scoreboard. And then the loser, you know, had to buy a round or something. It was a game because it happened so much, so oh, often. Oh, yeah. It's tremendous. Like, where are you guys located? So in the middle of a guy walking up or a gal, client would come and be like, oh, my gosh, I really like IPAs. I'm like, I have a really nice pills. And they're like, is it happy? And then you'd scream, one point, one point, <laughs> one point. And everyone just get – and then we as suppliers – you know, we would cheer and get it just oh, yeah. bring the end like, yeah, all right, one point on the board. <laughs> anyway, it was it was just, and then the customers didn't know what we were talking about, but the energy was raised. And then so they're having, having a good time. They're having a great time, having a great time. So we weren't making fun of anybody. Yeah. Well, you kind of were, but that's okay. I mean, not to their face. Yeah. Well, and also you're like, you're not making fun of that individual person. You're making no. fun of like what that question. It's was essentially on people. our side yeah. of the industry what we deal with at a at a beer fest like strong beer yeah where we're saying the same sentence over every 10 seconds for five hours yeah like, it, uh, i started telling any like any like if there's a homie that's gonna volunteer for like 20 minutes so i can go take a piss and grab some food and um like all right so where are you i go this is these are the questions you're asked like 
this, this, this. And if they ask where we're located, tell them uh, we're based out of San Diego. Sure. And they go, where in San Diego? And ask them, where, where do they know? And then just say there. <laughs> like, oh, why? Well, you know, we got to we, we visit some family in uh, like Solana Beach. Dude, we're right by Solana Beach. Like, you check us out next time you're in Solana Beach. Dude, that is a great. And it solves the, and they're like, I'm like, okay, we're in Carmel Mountain. I'm like, never heard of it. I'm like, Rancho Bernardo Poway area? Nope. I'm like, well, if you take the 15 up north of the Miramar, Mira Mesa, or same difference, equidistance from uh, Encinitas, then you're, or uh, Ensenada, then you're kind of in that same. And they're like, oh, okay. It's a great Tom Segura. Well, no like, reason to talk to you. Oh, about where do you live? I'm like, oh, you know, we're, you know, where are you based out of? And he's like, oh, we're, you know, we're out of San Diego, like Northern San Diego County. Are you mm-hmm. a mummy? What's that? Are you a mummy? A mummy? A mommy. Mommy. I mean, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. I mean, I, I definitely saw him. Uh, I flew a buddy out. Or I should say, I didn't fly him. I didn't pay for him. But uh, he came <laughs> out. We saw him live there at uh, Harris and uh, Maricopa. Hell yeah. For, oh, uh, ha- uh, I'm seeing Halloween. him in March. Yeah, in March. Yeah. So anyway, no, he's got a bit. He's like, oh, I'm from, you know, I'm from, you know, we're San Diego. He's like, oh, I got, I got family in Utah. We're like, <laughs> great, <laughs> it's cool. Yeah, I just, okay. I just lie to people now. <laughs> Where no. do you know? There. So your monster, t- long story short, full circle. Died, uh, any monsters or creatures as you mm-hmm. put them? Uh, no, but we had a game, and I brought the game's good. I brought the, I like game the game to the party. I brought it to Arizona, and it's a lot of fun. My so. first year in craft beer. We had so much fun at Strong Beer, and then regulations just keep getting more and more and yeah. more. Yeah. And I get it. The regulations are there for somewhat of a reason. But, I mean, we're having fun. It's positivity. We're yeah. celebrating beer. It's I'm on team people. Yep. You know, one love. You know, like I said, all beer is good beer. You know, sometimes some beer is better than others. Yeah. But all beer is good beer. You know, if, if I don't have anything that you like, you know, I'm stoned unapologetic IPAs. And you're like, well, I don't like IPAs. I have a lager, but if you don't like it, then right next door, you know, talk to my buddy John. Yeah. You know, and... Well, like, I got a Tangerine Express for you. Something, yeah, exactly. I got something for you. Yeah. So, it, like I said, I'm not... I, I'm a positive guy. I try to be optimistic by nature. Uh, I am optimistic by nature, but uh, I'm, also, I'm also a realist at the same time. It keeps me grounded. Oh, so yeah. You don't shove your head in the sand like an ostrich and be like, everything's going to be okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's, uh, you got to be a realist too. Like, yeah. like sometimes things suck, right? Nah. And you got to be able to be okay with that. You know what? Great, great point. I have a saying that I'm known for, and people have been like, you know, if you get a, you know, if you get a, no, when I get a tombstone, they're like, I'm going to engrave on it. Could be worse. Yeah. Like, right? it's positive. Like, oh, it's raining. Could be worse. Mm-hmm. Could be thunderstorming. You know? Like, oh, I have to stand here for four hours at a beer fest without, Shit, you without be in Ukraine. a bathroom break. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> it could be worse. You got to talk about it, man. It could, could be, be worse. worse. No buttons. <laughs> Shout out to Distill. Uh, dude, my buddies were uh, were talking about this and doing like uh, do, making a stand against uh, Russia, right? So, okay. like, well, how do we make a stand against Russia here in Arizona? Yeah, here in here in Arizona in the United States, how do we make a stand against Russia? Let people know that we're not for this war. We go pick it and uh, building. And it, one of my buddies goes, "Well, we should start a hashtag, and the hashtag is uh, I stand with Ukraine." And I go, that's a really good, that's a really good hashtag. We start doing that. And the guy's like, I think I could one it up. And it's, uh, uh, I think he said, uh, let me, oh yeah, it's, uh, I am not putting up with this. Oh. <laughs> Man, I'll tell you what, I hate puns. <clears throat> that was a good one. I'll, I'll allow it. I'm not putting it. up with this. I'll allow it. Puns, puns in my book are the cheapest form of comedy. And, and if un- they get you, they get you. Unfortunately, yeah, that's free comedy. Unfortunately, majority of dad jokes are puns. And I'll allow it. Yeah, I got some it's, coins. I got some coins in my pockets. It better be a good pun, though. 
Do you know how to tell when a dad joke's a dad joke? Hit me. When it's a parent? God damn. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> but, it's, uh, but it's fun. Me and Bobby. Do you, just, do you remember the Family Circle cartoon? Like it was a oh, single frame, a yeah. circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they used to have a, a series um, that was called "It's a Parent, You're a Parent," and it was that was oh. it was a great series. It was like you would know, like only that was it was a comic on the, you know, the whatever comics section, and it was mainly for the adults. And mm-hmm. It's a parent, you're a parent. And it was, they do a quick slight. Okay. But I hate puns. That was terrible. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course. You're better than that. Uh, absolutely. I don't think I am. I don't think I'm but, comfortable with this low end, yeah, I mean, bottom uh, level humor. I'm listen, okay with that. Listen, mm. when you I do a podcast you... where I ask you if you shit your pants to start. Where do you think my level starts? Bring the thunder. What else you got? <laughs> listen, dad jokes is just one of many tools in my kit. And uh, it's fun to bust out. And they and listen, I'm a I'm a fan of puns. My my family is uh, very pun based, uh, so it uh, it always keeps me sharp to have to kind of like find some weird kind of pun. But the kid and the wife are just too ridiculous. At it. Kids love puns, and that's great. It's part of the education, like learning the the English language, it's, it's which the, is one the of the stepping hardest. stones of comedy. Yeah, well, no, it's in, in it's, English, it's the cheapest first step. Well, it's the first step, and then you language. build your way up to better versions of comedy. I would agree. It's in yeah. it's, it's a gimme. Yeah, it's an it's early a, step. It's a play on words, and it's like the layer one. But it's it's so, like shock humor. Where like you punch yourself in the nuts, and people people laugh. But like, you're that's also early low level humor. Right? You're learning like, to play with language because a lot of what puns is is using the ultra complexity of the English language kind of against itself in a humorous way, right? Like, because it's always about double meanings and... Okay, perfect. All right, thank you. Um, if I may. Sorry yes. to interrupt. No, so taking... Enough. All right, so if you want to... That's like freshman level Bush League sure. puns. Okay. You want to take it to, you know, comedy 201, your sophomore year, get into some double entendres, get a little yeah. sexual with it. Mm-hmm. So well, you don't have to twist entendre. the words, but double meanings. That's... Okay, now you got well, me giggling. You, uh, did you go to the... Uh, uh, so you know, at a disc golf? Absolutely. We, we threw for par. I, I haven't thrown since like 08. So we hit... Well, there was some good... There was some good puns over there at the disc golf. Not in my Josh group. from uh, Lagunitas trying to play off the second chance thing. Okay. I hit him with a good one. And uh, there was one I had for BRI that I missed because I was waiting to yell it if he would have thrown his disc in the water because they were in a water hole. And they didn't. It was good. You had it teed up and you, in, like ready to deliver, Waited, and like, you didn't. Because they didn't get it. You the saved the world. That was charity water. work that you yeah, didn't you know, tell a pun. I do the Lord's work. No. No. Speaking You're better. I had to get over Lagunitas, but whatever. Whipping people? I was like. I mean, sorry. What is the bipolar? <laughs> bipolar? Well, he, he said uh, doing the Lord's work, and I was just. Oh, it was friends. the Beer Research Drink Institute? Because oh. you throw your disc in the water, it's like you're throwing it in the drink. That's weak. The beer in the drink institute. Okay, that's that better. That was fucking good. That's better. Yeah, yeah. There's the beer it's in the drink It's still not good, though. Well, this was a good Let's, podcast. No, <laughs> I say, we're going to go offline. You and I are going to get down. We're going to write some jokes, and we're going to tuck them in your wallet, and you'd be like, hold on, hold on. I got one for that. You should have been here when uh, Kale and Josh were in here from Oso, because uh, Kale and Josh are so great. Like They're like a tag team. They're a duo. Yeah. just like... Dude, like they stepping feed, the they game feed up. off each it's other. It's crazy. And I was like, dude, I'm so mad because you guys keep saying all the best shit. Like, and I'm just sitting here like with no good things to add to this because you two are too good. That's great. And so Kale just like thinks of something and then says it quietly and then walks around. And he's like, Bobby, say, this. Like, say this. Say this on the mic. He's like, I'm gonna tee it up. I got the setup and the twist. You hit it with the punchline, yep. Bobby. 
He's like, I made the whole joke, but you could have the end of it. I'm like, thank you, Gail. That's great. All right, MCs, what do you got? I, I'd love to hear a good quit story. Quit story? Quitting story. I've never quit a job in my life. Okay. You've been fired from all your jobs? No, no, not like that. Like, re, re, like quitting versus resigned. So you got fired? No. No, I no, good. I did get fired. Oh, perfect. The only job I ever got fired from. Chili's. Baby back ribs? Yup. Barbecue sauce. It was my first serving job ever. I was eight, team, baby. I was 18. And there's a, there's a small section in Rockford, Illinois, where I went to high school. And it's called, it's on State Street. Like, you know, the main drag. And there's about a three-block section that's zoned where you can be 18 and bartend. Okay. Yeah, I was like, okay, I'm going to make my career. <laughs> I'm going to bartend for three years. Well, to be fair, um, to be fair, if you're 18 bartending, you're probably making more than most 30-year-olds. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, not at Chili's, but... I bet you still probably make more money than most no. 30-year-olds. The story as it goes, um, a gal that I went to high school with uh, helped me get an interview. <laughs> helped you get the interview. Helped me get an interview. It's not, at Chili's. It's oh, not what you know. Looking back, is that the craziest thing? You're like, damn, I thought I needed help to get a job there. Yes, because I was coming from a Ford dealership where I was, uh, yeah, I worked at. So anyway, so that's that was the origin story. That's where I first first clocked in in the industry, if you will, at, you know, at, at retail. Yeah, okay. And um, I didn't know. I was very proud, and I would not get help. I'm like, I did, but I didn't understand service because I'd never really gone to a restaurant on my own. Yeah. You know. We were still young. I was always with my parents. Like, you couldn't go to bars. So, like, I, I didn't understand the two-step or the two-by-two-minute check. Yep. You know, the beverage. Like, you know, I, you know, greet the table, get the beverage order, come back, get the appetizer order, come back, check in, upsell, da-da-da. Okay. Never. No. Didn't understand. Someone ordered an Arnold Palmer. I was like, okay. So I go over to the to the. I got a fucking golfer at my table. <laughs> well, I I didn't know what that was, oh, yeah. and I thought because you know I didn't what it's not what it's I grew a cocktail, up. Cocktail, right? Like, yeah. I thought know, it was alcoholic, so I'm cocktail. on the alcohol page at the terminal, and I'm, and I'm not asking for help. And I'm just clocking. I get 15 servers lining up. Hey man, you about done? I'm like, no. There's a terminal over there. Go over. I'm not. And they're like, hurry up, dude. And I'm like, Arnold Palmer. Arnold Palmer. Okay, is it vodka? No. Is it okay? Is it whiskey? Oh, fuck. What is this thing? Anyway, um, so. I'd say about six weeks into the into the game, <laughs> I was working a double, and I. By the way, I figured it out. Yes, yeah, it's. <laughs> I, I asked the bartender. She, I'm like, "Hey, can you make me an Arnold Palmer?" She's like, "Make it yourself." So I walk behind the bar, and I'm like, "Okay, and vodka, like, rum, is, I'm gonna figure it out though. And she's like, "What are you doing back here?" If you if you know anything about you know Beautiful. being a bartender, they're very. Pro- oh, I yeah. was very protective of my oh, territory. Yeah. Oh, see, I didn't give a fuck as oh, long as I you did. didn't step on my toes. Nope, like. Nope. Like I like I, here's my thing. You're tipping me out for the beers no matter what. Yeah, but I didn't want you screwing with my till. Like I you know Oh yeah, they I, don't touch the till. They just mm, make a drink or pour a beer or something. Yeah. Like that. Anyway. I care about. So I ended up uh is on a double in the middle of my lunch break or lunch rush rather, the GM and the AGM came over, sat me down in my only open table. I four I had a four table section. You're like, are we getting part lunch? of a team that had an eight table section. Right. They were called my All pepper right. pal. Okay. My pepper pal and uh, open table opened up and they're like, Shocky, come over here, sit down. I'm like, Hey, what's going on? Like, it's not going to work out. What he said to me is like, I don't think sales is for you. <laughs> this isn't sales. Yeah, no. And he's like, Maybe you should try a different industry. So they let me go. I'm like, You guys want me to like finish the shift and do my cash out? He goes, like, No, please, just give please, me your book. Please don't. He's please. like, Please don't touch another thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you have any idea? Dude, I had a buddy who I got a job at Outback. And he was he was so bad, and he fucked up so much. At some point, he started paying for fuck ups out of his own pocket. Stop! Like he's like, dude, I punched in the wrong state. You go broke. And he paid 
$26 for punching the wrong steak. He's like, by the way, they wanted that to go. I just need a manager to separate it off. And then that was his dinner that night because he fucked it up. Okay, that's, uh, okay, that works. But, but like, it happened a lot. Do you imagine like guys like that that had the integrity and the, and the pride that they're like, I'm going to get this right, but I'm going to learn from my mistakes versus the people that had are already stealing done that. and they've got ghost tables oh, and they're yeah. using like the two-for-one coupons if they paid for cash in their pocket they double down soda st- uh, splitting splitting yeah exactly no that was the only job i've ever been fired from like li- you've never get gotten a good like i quit story i've never not put in a notice well have you ever like resigned in like a satisfying way like, I mean, I guess... I haven't. I, I've done the same. I think I've yeah, done the same yeah, as you. Me, like, me, me neither. We just... Yes, but... I Okay, yes. But, but a lot it of was... It, it, uh, for the record, it was not not since I've lived in Arizona. Um, this was back in the Midwest as well. Um, I remember putting in my notice and on my... La- I mean, nobody gave a shit. Like, when I... It was my... I was bartending. It was my last night. I was a manager, so I was locking up. And, like, nobody came by the well other than... Other than to, like... You know, pay the cash out, get my signature, and then nobody hugged me, nobody said goodbye, nobody gave that? a shit. And I'd been there for like seven years. Jesus. Yeah. Well, fuck those I people. Sh- I shouldn't say that. Half, because it, it was like the Bloods and the Crips. Okay. Like, I was blood, OG. And my people, like, were crying and like, hey, we're going out after this, we're going to celebrate. Sure. And then, you know, the other side was like, fuck you, man, we're better off anyway. I, so it's weird being in, in, in Arizona when my. My company's based a state away, right? Mm-hmm. Sa- same deal with you. Same. And uh, my last rep, who I was told she quit, turns out she got fired. Yeah. Uh, and she was a G. She was one of my sales reps. So I always, I get phone calls to her once or twice a week, like solving her problems and all this shit. Yeah. And then she called me and she's like, by the way, Mario from this place called me and I don't really give a fuck about this company the only reason i'm telling wow. anybody is because i like you wow but fuck this person fuck that person this bitch is rude that bitch is no. disrespectful i actually think this bitch should die that's super uh, toxic and man. i was like i don't think i've ever left i've left companies where like i really hope their business doesn't I, succeed i haven't like, given those anything, owners suck but i haven't given anything less than like okay i think all right the last one that you know my most recent, I gave two weeks, but on average, I gave it like a six week notice. Yeah, and then like they like look and you're like, you're a server at Chili's, no, you stop. don't need it. Six <laughs> weeks, like, six notice. weeks, no, sit down. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, um, actually, I gave a notice one time at the Ford dealership, and um, I waited until my manager got back. I was on building maintenance and such. Like I was a, it was a great job. I'll never forget that job. Um. Anyway, and he's like, I just got back. I heard that you're thinking about leaving. I'm like, yeah, I was going to put in my notice today. He's like, okay, that's cool. I'm like, all right, well, cool. He's like, yeah, you can leave. I'm like, all right, well, I'll see you at 5 o'clock. I'll punch out. He goes, no, 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 that's not necessary. You can leave right now. Yeah, that's why. Like, So there's there's this like fine line of like. I was, dude, well, I, but I was a snot it, and I was like 18 still, year old. But if you're, so like your company doesn't give you a two-week notice of getting fired. Right? It's a, well, okay. I can. All right, Nobody so gives you a two week notice of getting fired. And if you leave, you're putting a risk out there that they just say, we're good. Because two, two companies ago that I worked for, I gave a two week notice. And the manager there, like, so I worked the first week. And at the start of the second week of me leaving, um, was like, hey, uh, you're still working really hard for us. And I know you don't love being here. But this is a sales job that leans heavy on commission style pay. Mm-hmm. And all the work you're going to do, any commissions or any contracts you get back, they're just going to hand off to us. He's like, 
I'll just ask the manager if we just pay you out the last week and you can bounce. Bingo, bango. And I'm like, uh-huh. 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 She's well, like, would you want to do that? Uh-huh. And so she goes over to the manager and he's like, yeah, I mean, like, did you hit your metrics today? Like, today? <laughs> Dude, I haven't even tried to hit metrics. You've got my two weeks. Jeez. I am putting work in. I'm like, I'm just sending emails at this point. Like, that's all I've been doing the whole day. I'm just sending emails. And he's like... Oh, I really—you could have just lied. So I mean, <laughs> that's amazing. So you could have just lied. For, You're not coming for, back. For relative and reference, um, Bobby, to answer your question, I mean, before the military, I joined when I was, uh, you know, out of high school. Um, I was a shithead, man. Like I said, I worked at a Ford dealership. I, I was a lot sweet porter, shuttle driver. You know, building maintenance, doing like tuck point and paint and like masonry and like fucking like, hey, can you mop the floor at the Hyundai dealership? I'm like. But, like, Price is Right is on. <laughs> like, like, 10 o'clock break's coming up. Anyway, no, um, after the fact, no, I've been very very strategic and very surgical with the companies that I have uh, pursued. And it's a mutual respect. It's, it's as no much doubt. during the interview process, I'm feeling them out and getting to know the team to make yep. sure I vibe at the same frequency that I'm a good fit as well as they're a good fit for me. Dude, people don't it's realize that when they're like man. so hungry for a job. They're like, I just need the job. I need to get paid. This is what I want to do <laughs> so bad. And you're like, no, 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 no. You, sh- you should have interview questions for your employer. Absolutely. Potential employer. Absolutely. And uh, anytime I interview somebody and they fail to ask me a question, I even am like... That's actually a strike against them. Do you have a question yeah. for me? No, I mean, even simple and, like... And if they forget because they're nervous and they actually have a question for me, I'll let it go. But, like, if you don't come with a question for me other than what's the pay... No, bro. And, and that's that's my point. Before, no. the, before the military, uh, before I enlisted... <laughs> Like again, I I did I was all airspeed, no direction, and it was just I was a shithead. And um, I mean, nine eleven happened when I, my senior year, and that's obviously you know what uh, catapulted me into to, to fulfilling my call to duty. Uh, it, that was an internal decision, mm-hmm. but you know when I got out, I had you know I I tried you know get a little community college here, and if I sure. went, if I went to class, you know it was one of those. But when yep. I got out, you know I barely graduated high school. <laughs> Um, you, uh, so you've done a whole shitload of shit. Yeah, right? a little bit of everything, man. Um, it's a real shitty coworker. I have four people in my life that I I don't hate anybody. That's a that's a terrible way to live your so, life. Hey, Absolutely. we've all answered this question. Uh, the the answer I have to that is my fucking homie is like the shittiest coworker I've ever worked with. Really? And now he's the operations guy at my company. No. Like, we would do, and it wasn't that he was like a piece of shit. Okay, uh, we would just do the shadiest things okay. and work together. Yeah, like, no, all the things you're not supposed to do. I, I mean, there are there's only about four people on my roster that I wouldn't piss on if they were on fire, and that's because it, they're just terrible people in their moral fabric fiber, and that's what they've that's how they live their life. Otherwise, I don't know, man. Like, I, I love everyone. Like. Everyone, no one's perfect. We all got our ups and downs. So let's talk some shit. Uh, I won't name names. They're but not listening. There's one chick we used to call Horseface. <laughs> <laughs> nah, no, nah, she, uh, it was terrible. And uh, actually, uh, I dated a gal that worked at that same <clears throat> company. I thought you were going to say you dated her. No, 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 no. Uh, we all worked <laughs> together and I dated a gal. And uh, she used to neigh behind her back to get her attention. <laughs> so not me, but she was like, 
put my dip out. Where'd it go? I'll find it later. All right. Anyway, um, yeah, it's um, you know, she just <laughs> go up to her and be like, "Hey, Jane Doe, why the long face?" <laughs> Just because she had the facial features, I mean, she looked like Sarah, Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah. yeah. So was uh, was she a nice girl? No, terrible okay, person. Good, good, good. I mean, lied, stole, cheated. Um, would snake your tips off your table before oh. you got there and be like, oh. "Oh, I don't know why they stiffed you." And then you'd be like, "You are wearing a brand new pair of Walmart non-slip shoes that I know you couldn't afford last week." Yeah, uh, those non-slips ain't cheap. Yeah. No. Anyway, listen. If you're splurging on Walmart non-slips, I don't even know what kind of fucking wealth you got, dude. On sale, man. Nine ninety nine. Listen, it sounds, you were finding it some nine ninety nine non-slips. It, it sounds like maybe that her brain was under pressure from being elongated, shaped, and kind of squeezing it. So maybe it wasn't even her fault. I'm I, just trying to provide an alternative uh, viewpoint. <laughs> no, that's great. No, but again, gentlemen, to my point, this is all pre-military. My experience. Um, your your it, uh, it, it re- shittiest coworker wasn't even in the military. No, no, oh, I mean, I met a bunch of guys that had no business being there. Yeah, by any means, but well, that's most people. Well, let's just lead right into it. What's the shittiest thing, shadiest thing you've ever done while working? While working, yeah, while being paid. Yeah, that uh, military counts. Okay, I got one. <sighs> so back in Illinois, we used. I was attached to a hotel. Worked at a real nice uh, white tablecloth steak diner or steak okay. steakhouse, and I worked. I managed the lounge, and uh, I used to. The hotel I was attached to had a contract with the local. We got something going on with this mic. Okay, you unplug and plug right back in. Just pull. Just here. This guy here. Yeah. Bingo, bango, do me. Do it. <sighs> do it, Peter. All right. No, we. Um, oh, those levels were all over the place. Were they? Oh yeah. Okay. No, they. I, I've um, never seen it do a Z. <laughs> <laughs> so we we were attached uh, to a hotel who had a contract with the local comedy club, and they they drew in big names. Uh, okay. You know, Tim Meadows. We would get like well, I say big names, but they weren't. It wasn't Daniel Tosh was at the was, height of Daniel listen, Tosh. Tim, Tim Meadows. Tim, is. Tim Meadows. Dude, he's legit. Point in time, used to draw a crowd. No, he still does. The lady of love. Yeah, yeah, that is good thing. <laughs> no, but. Um, like uh, Polly Shore and uh, uh, Dave, okay. uh, what's the Uncle Dave? Jo- no, D- uh, Uncle Joey Fullhouse, Dave um, Kouye. Oh yeah, yeah. So specifically, Tim Meadows. I get a phone call from Des. Hey, Dave's coming back from the from the comedy show. He's done. Uh, he'd like to have a cocktail. I'm like, I'm all shut down. And I'm, I'm not saying I'm squeaky clean, but this is about as dirty as I got. When I'm on the clock, I'm a worker man. I'm a yeah. working man. And I'm like, all right, cool. So I unlocked, brought him in because he needed like a, a private. He's Tim Meadows. Yeah, he doesn't want a thousand people in there. For he sure. He wants to be able to get away from the monotony of the craziness. Yeah. And just sit down at a bar by himself and drink a fucking drink. Gin martini, specifically. Hendrix. All right. Okay. Did the dirty. I mean, he's old school if he's drinking gin martini. It was great, though. I made a wicked gin martini. Anyway, um, but a classic traditional drink, and we sat there and we talked uh, Second City, Tina Fey. Did you make a wicked three-item cocktail? Two wicked item. Item. Well, three with the well, olives. The yeah. olives, yeah, yeah, three, for you know, sure. Like I did, I do it so well. It was so I good. I put the gin in a jigger. I put a little bit of a jigger. In. And then, What'd you call me? <laughs> Not it. Those are for the sailors. The most important J. Yeah. We uh, talked about this at the time. No, we yeah, did. No, um, no, but the, the probably the, the, the most unethical thing I did is I sat with Tim Meadows at my bar for three hours while on the clock making 3.09 an hour. Uh, oh, and yeah. I, I didn't punch out. That's your answer. 
Three oh nine an hour. That was back in the Dizzy. You really robbed them. That was a Wednesday, by the way. Listen, I'm Damn. not going to take this Ben Vandermeer. Fucking, uh, yeah, we need some. I'm not doing this again. We need some smut. We need some yeah. bullshit. Dude, Come on. I mean, okay, I'm not going to talk industry smut, but you got to tell me, like, just poke the bear, pick, pick something else. Who do you hate in the industry? I don't hate anyone. Oh, Get the fuck oh, out of here. No, aggressive. I don't hate anybody either. No, I mean there there are reps that I I, I would prefer yeah, not to be in the room with at the same time. See, the thing is with this, line it's of a Tucson brewery. That's as far as I'll yeah, go. Uh, there's no. Um, it's not like you can burn one account over another because the product no, but I love a price it. line no matter what, right? Like, I used to fuck with accounts that, like, if I if I just thought they sucked, I'd raise their price on them. Oh, wow. Or, uh, but not in this industry. I can't raise their price on yeah. them. Yeah. It's, it's impossible for me to do. But at my other line of work, like, I'd literally be like, all right, the service they're looking for costs $12,000. And the guy just be like, just a fucking jerk and like just a smug prick. And he's like, you need my business. Like I'm the fucking man. Like I'm here and, and you're like, welcome. I'm here. Yeah. And it's like, all right, dude. Yeah, no, like I'll hook you up. Let me talk to my manager. And then I just like, I do the little set the phone down on the desk and come like wait and just like lean back. Like, all right, dude, my manager said I can do it for $15,000. Like I got you. All right. So, so charge him 3000 more just cause he's a fucking shithole. Let's 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 recap. You this the theme of your guys's show is talking shop and talking shit. Yeah, I love talking shit. Let's talk some shit. But I don't really hate anyone, man. I'm Apparently, there's a Tucson brewery you don't like. I was kidding. I Get was the kidding. fuck out of no, here. No, man. All right, nineteen twelve. Nope. Pueblo Vida. Nope. Uh, Crooked Tooth. Nope. Eat a dick. The other what? brewery. <laughs> uh, uh, well, let's go. Dragoon. Uh, oh, Andy's right. Oh, I love everyone, man. You can like Andy, but hate everybody else. No, man. It's it. Like I said, all good. Who, all beer's who good likes beer. Andy and hates everyone else. Come on. Oh. <laughs> love you, Andy. Um, let's go off. To, I mean, if you want to, uh, it's industry secrets. So we want to talk <laughs> shop and talk shit. Is it talking shit within shop? Because I can talk dude. shit outside of shit. Let's talk some shit. Oh, Listen, man. You know, honestly, we, we, like, uh, we have a theme, but we can go outside those okay. lines. We just like chatting on a mic. All right. Um, God. Uh, God. Yeah, the All conversation right. goes where it goes. So I'm not, there's no real structure to this format. I mean, the idea is is that if you've got a fun story, um, and I like a good name drop. Don't get me wrong. Uh, who doesn't? But at the same time, uh, I also like a... I mean, I've got a uh, hundred stories, and I, I generally leave people's names out myself. I'll just be like, well, there was this one time, and uh, some fucking dipshit uh, did something fucking stupid, which is a lot of this industry. I mean, can I talk about a dude in the room? Mm-hmm. Fucking Alex. Oh, jeez. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Oh. He's my door guy, so. Listen. Uh, <laughs> smells like fox piss and bus stops. <laughs> I, I was going to say, uh, <laughs> if this is an intervention, you're legally required to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> No, dog, you did the 75 hard. I would have done the 75 easy. Uh, well, it was the ish. Uh, I didn't use the tracker app or whatever, but I, uh, I abstained from drinking. The part I did of the 75 hard, I don't know. I don't what does that really, mean? What's 75? I'm not, you, you I do Sober October. You know, I'm, you're, like, you're, you're, you're you take Sildenafil for 75 I'm about straight. to Burt Kreischer the fuck out of this. So I heard about the 75 hard. What, you a whoop strap? No, I got a whoop strap. I, no, where I heard about it and then did my version uh, so I heard about it, and then, like, basically what I heard was you work out, do two full workouts twice a day, and then, like, you know, eat clean and don't drink alcohol. And oh, I was that's like, awesome. I was like, I can do those four things for 75 days. Easy. And, th- and then, like, I can use the tracker app to really do it, but I straight up was just like, I heard a thing, this is my version, and, uh, yeah. So I like to 
ride my bike for cardio mostly. And, <laughs> well, like a stationary? Or do you have like a road bike? Uh, I have a I have a hybrid trail bike that I ride the canals in Mesa. And I will never not. Are chuckle. you training for for what? Ironman? Is that what you're doing? No, I'm just keeping these calves. Going. There you go. Yeah. I'll never not chuckle when a grown man says I like to ride my bike. So I don't. I know just if... hear I hear Queen in my head. <laughs> yeah. I, I, so. I don't know if you saw me at Strong Beer, but like being able to wear those shorts is why I ride a bike. Uh, did, did you did you not see me at the beer mile? Oh no! Dude, you tripped the fuck out of. Okay, let's talk uh, about Mark's, that. You are you are Mark right. Sullivan. You are responsible for at least three of my boners this week. So <laughs> let's get into it. Let's get into it. <laughs> Four, uh, if, including the current one. So I, I can know. see it. I just want to well, say, I thought I had it tucked up into my waistband. Probably. I like, smoked you. We're <laughs> talking shit. The old Canadian bell buckle. <laughs> yeah, we're talking shit. And I want to. I'll, I'll start with my own shit talk. I smoked you at that beer mile. All right, listen. You guys brought like several ringers. And they all, what ringers? It's a you run a mile and drink four beers. I was Bobby, wearing. Bobby I was wearing. I would okay. Specifically set the scene. I was, your I was your clothes are easier to run in. I was no. I was Lieutenant people. Dangle, right? <laughs> New boot goofing scene. So I wore my cowboy boots. I wore work boots and cut off jeans like okay. t- like right, that's aggressive. Legit. That's legit. my legs were so I dude. I will never do it again because my legs were so tired afterwards. I was like, there's no way. But it, there was so much restriction from the from the jeans. It's like, that's why it was so much harder to do. Uh, so, dude. Okay. I like the outfit, but it makes it like, so like much harder. Like so, it was so tough. this is the controversy. <laughs> and the Olympic Committee, that just they just did the final ceremonies out in... Um, where were they? Dude, the Olympics are terrible. Not Sochi. Uh, that was the uh, Russian scandal. No, they're in China. Be- Beijing. Yeah. It was Beijing. Yeah. Yes. Am I wrong? I could be yeah. wrong. Yeah. I'm often no, wrong. It's in China. Yeah, they're in China. Okay, they're so listen. Next year they so it's under review. I sent them the video, and I need a ruling. <laughs> Perfect. No, it's for sure. And Mark uh, Mark Sullivan was right there. So what ended up happening is that as the elite runners were finishing on the finish line, Mark and I, plus one other guy that's in the video, were chugging our final beer, and we set off, and we go down um, you know, 1.25 miles to the you cone. You make your turn. Or point one two five. Yeah, yeah we go, turn around, and I tell Mark Sullivan, God bless Sully, and I scream because he's a little bit ahead of me by maybe like 10, 20 yards, and I'm like, I'm coming for you, Sully. You're in my crosshairs. And he's he screams, and he's like, what the, how can you even talk right now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, but what he, and I thought he was going to wait till like the last fire hydrant, which is about 100 feet. You know, it's for the people. It's yeah. showmanship. We're having a good time. I got a belly full of... You know, foam, foam, I and I, I already puked twice uh, during the run. I just puked and ran. It was all over. My, I had a Fu Manchu at the time, and oh, um, you puked during the run? Absolutely. Oh, I didn't puke, but it's the move to make. Like if you can just like there is jog and like, there is no shame in my game. Oh, I'm not bad. About... And there's there's footage of me take with all the women that were at the the finish line that were taking selfies with me puking into the trash can oh yeah i didn't like i said i don't care i had to like it's just foam yeah so as it was he turned on the afterburners at the last like eighth of a mile and i'm like oh i'm competitive oh yeah that's the problem see paul rosevere well you were you were in like the right lane he was kind of the middle i was and he did lean Lean in to get in front of Again, you to slow you down. The Olympic Committee is going to come back with their official ruling, and he he did he did kind of come into he my did. little slot and he pushed me up onto the curb into yep. what could have been a fire hydrant, another one. Yeah, they're very safe. It was like Mesa, bushes, curb, like yeah. There, there wasn't there was no room for you to go right. I do not, hand to God, do not remember 
touching or making contact with him. And I do remember him starting to fall. And I reached out to catch him. Oh, you're the one that tripped him. I did not trip. <laughs> <laughs> I was the first one to help him up. No, I actually, well, I, I did see him fall in real time. Like uh, I was standing right he, he there. He was not tripped. I, cause someone, no. I'm sorry, say that again for the record. Wait, wait, no, 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 someone no, no, literally no. said, as soon as it happened, they're like, was he tripped? And I was like, not for a fact, I know he did no, Because well, I, so, I watched him, like, I was standing there talking to Orvid, watching him, and I saw him, and I literally just saw him, go, like, get wobbly and just Credit or credit out. is For the due. listeners who weren't there, it is a beer mile. Chug a 12-ounce chug a beer, run a quarter mile. And it's a it's yeah. Take a lap. One point two five there. One point two five back. Another beer. So you do that four times. They're at the last lap, and uh, my boy Josh and Mark were were like neck and neck. And and I to be fair, I was I finished. I just finished. I was catching my breath, and I look up and I see like I look up at the right moment, like about two seconds before the fall happens. Full dead sprint. And it's it's a, the most men. aggressive sprint now. Like it's as it's you're you're putting hundred percent thrusters on. And Mark does go right. And you're in the right lane, essentially. And there's nowhere for you to go right. And he goes right. And I'm like, oh, shit. And it was just a catch-up, of like a tie-up on the feet. Like, something. you're running. He's Somewhere. running. He got near you. And the feet just crossed. And he went down. And you kind of, like, hopped over the curb at, like, this angle to curb keep going. Curb or corpse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, I mean, like... You guys were like, like I said, turbo like thrusters were on. Like so it was afterburners. Yeah, he I was hit in six gear and like slid. Well, the best part and we're he in slid. skinny like, outfit, like, like skimpy outfits. Slid. He skimpy slid outfits. and just like in 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 major league, he slid and came short of the finish line and rolled his hand and <laughs> yeah. slapped his fingertips over the finish line. Yeah. And that's I was some, like, that's some bullshit. buddy, <laughs> we're too old for this, yeah. man. Come on. Yeah. But I tell you what, we've got we've got some great grand ideas for next year. That had that itself because now young Billy, shout out to Billy from Shiner, who's has branded me as Tanya Harding of most, Arizona. Most requested guest, by the way, Billy. We can't get Billy on. She won't do it. No. We've been trying. We've hard. asked her so many times. No, that's fine. I mean, her loss. Yeah. No, but uh, Billy. Billy, it, it and it, God, I couldn't. So a couple was it last night? When was the uh, when was the arm wrestling? Wednesday. Okay, so a couple nights ago. It's been one big blur since it started. But point Fucking is, a. everyone came around. Sully was there, and everyone's like, "Oh my gosh, I'm hearing about it." And like, I'm like, let me do a Valley Girl. <clears throat> oh my God, like. Is he okay? Like, you're an asshole. He totally fucking pushed you. I'm like, look at the video, bitch. And he's like, I was John Stacey's yeah. muse. Like, I saw the video, and you're an asshole. I'm like, no, bitch. I'm Tanya. Yeah, and... Uh, Tanya Harding. Also, can you talk some shit? I'll trip you up, too. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, I was talking to some of the younger generation, and they're, and I was like, no. I go, I'm, I'm going to wear Tanya Harding with pride. And they're like, who's Tanya Harding? I'm like, were you even alive... During those Olympics, and they're like, I was born in like 97. When was that? Like 90. Who knows? We'd have to look it up. About hey, Jamie, pull that up. There yeah, it is. I think that was 96. Yeah, but was, I mean. That was what? That was the one in Georgia, right? Atlanta? Yeah, it was Atlanta, I believe. Like, yeah, it was like 96. It was uh, obviously I'm winter, it was winter games. Wrong, yeah. And uh, I was like, Tanya Harding, Nancy Kerrigan. They had a. There's a movie, and oh, let alone a, a I documentary. I'm, I'm of the age where she, she was like, "Why me? Why now?" And like that whole. Do you remember when she like her. threw her her skate up on the judges' 
like table to show that her shoelaces were broke and snapped and she couldn't compete. Yeah. Yeah. Like anyway, it's weird. Cause like given where I grew up, which we touch on occasionally, it's real backwards place. Where, uh, where, where are you from? Uh, White Mountains of Arizona. White Mountains, Arizona. Yeah, I'll keep it vague enough to because what my, the fuck happened with Tanya Harding and Nancy Kerrigan? But like, I, I it was I, the reverse narrative was always kind of like on the table. Like, I grew up thinking like she was being a victim, and Tanya Harding was just a good skater that she was jealous of, and I was just like, and then like you grow up and you're like. Holy shit, that was definitely no, and not she, what happened. It wasn't even her hand. She outsourced it to her bodyguard, her personal security with the billy club, and took her out of the knee. And well, Yeah, it, that's... Well, keep your that, hands clean, right? That's Girl Boss 101, bro. Oh, jeez. Come on. <laughs> she just Girl Bossed a little too close to the sun. That's all that. No, no. Uh, t- uh, uh, Tanya Harding later was on, like, Celebrity Deathmatch. Like, she... Oh, had, oh, <laughs> remember MTV, the boxing ring? Oh, yeah. It was she, a claymation. Was on, well, she was on Celebrity Deathmatch, but she was also on the boxing one with the... the she actually... The claymation? Up, well, the claymation, yes, but then she also did... The celebrity box. Yeah, yeah, for sure. She looks like a bag of smushed assholes. Have you seen her recently? Time did not treat her well. Nancy yeah. Kerrigan? No, Tanya. Sorry. Tanya Harding? Tanya Harding. I mean, I identify with her now, so I can't be too mad. But I'm not a blonde female. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just experience what did she just slice her the fuck up? No, no. Um, but anyway, what? so that apparently that's that has gone through the Arizona beer scene supplier level rumor mill gossip as like a brush, oh dude that's like juicy that fire. was juicy shit it was good man it was good and if you were there you can say i was there man that's why i just show up to shit and then just kind of observe it and then like i was there no but i i like i said i i, I love sullivan it was not there was no malice there was no uh, i mean i am very competitive but no i love mark i was and, the and he's he's the best but like I, i'm telling you i watched that and like to me, it literally, and I, I think, and again, human memory is inherently flawed, so there is just that in general oh, you to, know. to consider. Uh, in fact, human memory, uh, if pressed in court, is not submissible evidence. Correct. Um, but it, it reminds me of like when my dog gets under my feet, and then I go to try to correct, I trip myself up without actually hitting the dog, and that I think that that's what happened is when you guys were crossing, is it looked like he went to go move his feet and tripped himself up rather than like tangling with yours. It didn't look like a trip. It literally looked like he just went to go correct and it was wrong and he fell. And uh, I've done that before. Literally exactly like that. Uh, sliding into home plate. Oh, but I tell you what, it was on concrete and it was, it was a concrete jungle. Rough, and he yeah. skidded, bounced and skidded across. He the took that line. shit like a champ. Dude, yeah. yeah. I've seen him he took it like a fucking yeah, champ. Like a champ. And, I mean, he came back, he played Frisbee golf the next day. He, he, he hung out like Wednesday. That, 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 the rest of that day. Yeah. Like, so wait, there's some, there's some conspiracy around this. Cause, uh, I'm um, looking it up, and I can't figure out what the fuck Tanya Harding did to Nancy Kerrigan. I can tell you what she did. Let's hear it. Well, no, Tanya Harding was under the controversy that she that she uh, hired, essentially, a hitman to take out Nancy Kerrigan with paid, a billy club. Paid at, her bodyguard. Paid her bodyguard. To break her and there's video brain. of her like leaving the rink to go... Like she walks behind the curtain. the curtain, and, the curtain and then it, there's nothing there. You can barely see it, but it's like it's controversial. But it happened. Like you can see the swing of the billy club. She got whacked in the knee, taken out. Or like I mean, it, that's that's a crippling injury, 
And uh, yeah. I mean, that's obviously not what happened with Mark Sullivan and I as, as far as severity, but she th- she had an attack and threw her opponent to take her out of the race. And now I don't know where she landed that Olympics. Like, oh, she took gold. It worked. It is suspicious with your timing of going to a, to a Hensley brand outside of Stop. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Stop. No, it's, uh, I'll tell you what, man. I, I've had a love affair uh, with Stone Brewing Company. Sorry, oh. Stone, Stone Brewing. Uh, since they launched in the state of Illinois back in the Dizay. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm actually a huge Stone Pen boy, yeah. as a matter of fact. So. And, um, and in, in one of the first reps that I had the pleasure of working with that was hired to take over the Illinois market was um, was a young gal that was uh, younger in her career, and as, as was I. In fact, funny story, my first day on a sales route by myself without a trainer with an iPad and a route for the day and said, hey, hit this, have it all in by 4.30, was a work with with Stone and her first day working for with a distributor. So I looked at her and she looked at me and I'm like, let's just be gentle but knock this shit out. <laughs> like let's get let's get after it. Anyway, she's a freaking she's a director now of off premise national chains. Like she she's climbed she's she's done very well for herself. So we have great origin stories of like sure. the trenches of selling beer on a route. But that's when my love affair started, and I have been enamored and infatuated with their ingenuity, their their dream, their vision, and their unapologetic approach to the craft beer industry. I mean, pioneering the West Coast IPA without getting into, like, the romance, you know, the stories. There's no doubt about that. Of, like, Arrogant Bastard and Stone IPA and how yeah. they came to be, but no, you get sure. into this, you know, people back in the 90s were like, no one's going to drink a beer this hoppy, this disgusting. And they're like, no, this is this is a beer. Yeah, and, and it took off. And yeah, and it, you know, you look at these guys, and they're like, oh, West Coast IPA, you get the dank, the resin, the pine needles, that in your face, you know, pert near triple digit IBU, you know, hairy tongue. Take a last sip, hairy you, tongue, hairy tongue, and you still taste it, you know, ten minutes after your last sip. That's a West Coast, mm-hmm. and you know, like I said, I like to use the word unapologetic. Like this, this is what they do what we do no for sure and we are not sorry for it yeah i'm uh always been a huge stone fanboy of uh like you said the innovation and stuff like that i've been a tremendous follower of for years i when i worked the vegas market uh i worked closely with the guy who ran the stone market up there and got to learn a lot about their brand i even hired a girl from stone um pre-covid and then that kind of fucked everything up but uh and i've loved everything that's happened out there uh i i am gonna kind of dig just a little here at the end uh the only criticism i have of stone in the last 20 years oh i'm listening is wussy wussy pills yeah what's your problem with the pilsner i don't like hypocrisy my man uh the stone brand <laughs> the stone brand is built on shitting on lagers and yellow beer and instead of being the iconic leaders they should have been they chased a trend they're guilty of it we can just be honest about it and move on. It's I mean, they, fun. They, they, they've done great they work since. They did it right calling it wussy, but they should just it was have great. It was great, away it was great branding. I'm sure someone sold someone in a meeting on it. But at the same time, as someone who is a diehard fan, follows the innovation. In fact, um, the Stone Fruit um, experimental IPA they made was just blew my fucking dick off. Like I've always just been a huge fan of the brand. I still to this day drink it quite a bit. I have tons of it in my cellar. I have several of the original Woot Stout series still in my cellar. Like I really do love Stone. But the the Wussy Lager 
put me sour for I didn't like know nearly two didn't years. Even know they made it. I, I was I was seriously like I was like really like the whole arrogant bastard thing was like fuck this shit, blah blah blah, but bloggers have been very popular for a handful of years now and I, I understand the temptation. Alright, may I may I respond? Yes. Okay. So what's interesting talking. about uh, it, it, it's not it's not gospel, <laughs> but when you look at commercial examples, you know, of the style, when you get to people that are like, you know, the New Belgiums of an amber ale, we all know Fat Tire, and even you know, like North Coast Grimshaw Pilsner, and like I said earlier, uh, Victory uh, Golden Monkey, like a triple, like an American interpretation of a Belgian triple. Yeah, no, for sure, that's a wild ass beer. Well, not the what, not not not. What's it, Funky Monkey? No, what's the what's the sour version of it? Uh, I thought it was Funky Monkey. Ah, I could be wrong. Like, again, I'm often wrong. Uh, Victory uh, Golden Vi- Monkey? No, it's Victory Golden Monkey is kind of like a uh, uh, little the brother. Sour yeah, it's like a sidestep. It's it's, it's uh, still a tremendous beer. Dined in Pennsylvania. I mean, whole flower hopped. Anyway, so when you're brewing a pilsner at that scale and scope. You you gotta nail it, man. Sour monkey. That's it. Thank you. Yeah. What, what did I call it? Funky monkey. Funky monkey. Ah man, I'm wrong. I'm <laughs> yeah, sorry. We were so close. Sorry guys. Um, when you brew a pilsner, it has to be perfect. It has to be. You can't hide behind shit. you. Thank you. Exactly. You can't just like, oh, that was a little off, and we're just gonna double dry hop it with X Y Z or. You know, do whatever with it, and we're just going to put it out there. No, a pilsner, it, 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 you, you will find every imperfection in the production process. If there's a slight of, if you miss OG, if you miss, you know, mash temps or whatever, it's not going to be good. Will you agree with me that Wussy Pilsner was a good pilsner, true to style pilsner lager? I will agree to that. Sure. There you but go. I will tell you that I also totally off branding though. I, I came up totally doing total wine samplings uh, in the uh, mid aughts in the industry, like a little over a decade ago. Um, and so I was raised on all the stone total wine education stuff. So it's like, oh, we don't make loggers because we're too impatient. Like that's not our style. And it, it's, it's, listen, it's we're making a logger right now that is crushing it. It's all marketing. But it, what is it? But it One of Aza. Oh yeah, she saw lime lager, man. Yeah, but it really did take like a one eighty, and I was just like, okay, all right. And like, listen, I still drink Stone. I'm still a fanboy. Just if I have one criticism of the brand over time, if you've been a fan long enough, you weren't even with the company when that beer was out. No, I was selling it though. I was representing it in Illinois, absolutely. (laughs) Oh, yeah, in the Midwest. Eric yeah. Bastard is actually one of my you favorite. You worked for Stone before Arizona? Not for Stone. I worked for a distributor that represented a distributor that sold Stone. Ah. Yeah. yeah. But I'll tell you what, and I'll wrap it up, and I appreciate your opinion, um, and I, I will say that this is that is exactly, exactly what you just said. That is my favorite part of this industry. Taste is subjective. Certainly. Just because you don't like it doesn't mean you won't like it. Just because he likes it doesn't mean you're going to like it. And you may find notes that you love it that you aren't going to find and vice versa. Taste yeah. is subjective, man. I think it's great. That's a fact. Between that and... You Not know, every beer is for every person, right? Uh, 100%. Absolutely. People are like, oh, I don't like beer. I'm like, I bet you're going to like a fucking framboise. Yeah. Like miss a little blonde. Dude, I do fluffy tangerine clouds and fistful of gummies. Like, when someone says they don't like beer, I'm like... Try both of those, you. and if you fucking hate them, then I don't. I probably couldn't figure out a beer. I will place, accept that challenge every one day. One of week. those beers, mm-hmm. like I've got a beer just in my book that I could probably make you go, 
Oh, that's not bad. People are like, I don't like beer. I'm like, I accept that challenge. Yeah. There are so many beers that are defined by the BJCP, Beer Judge Certification Program, if mm-hmm. I'm not too yep. drunk. That's correct. Uh, that will cover the bases for even the non-beer drinkers. And tip, I mean, especially the most basic, you know, rosé all day, girls. I'll get you a frambois. I'm going to get you a peach, patch, something. And to pivot off that, and some people think it's blasphemy, but, um, you know, I worked at a bar that did a lot of beer blends. Like like black and tan blends? Yeah, but like I love 50 blending. different kinds so much of fun. them. So it, it was Murphy's Law back in the day, um, way back in the day. Uh, there was just as many tap handles as there are there now, but there is a board, and I think it might still be there. But it's like black and tan, snake bite, like has all the classics, right? Mm-hmm. Like all you know, the harp and the whatever. But then <clears throat> there's a bunch of local ones like Four Peaks Peach and Sonoran White Chocolate and XYZ. And then it actually became kind of fun to do beer blending to like you said, I don't like beer. Well, we have a beer blending program and I'm certain that I can find some flavors together that you're gonna like yes. that you'll drink. And what I didn't realize at the time is that's uh an inexperienced beer tender's version of like experimenting in brewing, right? It's called a beer tender. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you never there, used the term beer tender before. Yeah. There's bartenders yeah. that just yeah. kind of serve beer for a living. Yeah, I serve beer for a living, man. I don't. I don't. It's better I don't than like cocktails. those dispensary bud tenders. Bud tenders. I hate that name. <laughs> well, if they were smoking right there and you're lighting the joint well, see, and you're going to go, and I get it. No, I'm sorry. they're not doing well, that. No, bud tenders pick their own nickname, and that's like a cardinal sin. Okay, we, all, I, we all know this. I didn't mean to interrupt, but please carry on. I don't even know what I was talking about, to be honest with you. Were, uh, you said beer tender. Oh, yes. Derailed. <laughs> no, but like as a beer tender, like we even had like Ten Commandments on, and this is fucking... I've been in the Grand Canyon over decades, so this is at least... Almost 15 years ago, we had Ten Commandments on. We'd blend that with like white chocolate and dude, white chocolate and and uh, would, Santan's half. Yeah, it was we, a banana split. We, we, we would turn people onto crazy beers through sweet, but outstanding through getting them to try like, oh, try this beer, but with like sea dog blueberry, and then they're like, Dang. oh, that's really good. Let OG. me just try that by itself. Well, I mean, when I was working at Murphy's Law, Sleepy Dog Brewery had just opened and was distributing out of uh, 22 ounce bottles only to accounts. Whole so, different world. Okay, I could appreciate that because I used to kill it with a program back when it was Wells bought Youngs or Yells, whatever, who bought who, but it was Wells and Youngs. They had Youngs Double Chocolate Stout and Wells Banana Bread. And we would oh, make yeah. chocolate covered bananas. Ooh. And we just do, because they, oh, yeah. they were European, so they would do 50 mLs and we just cut it. And we'd do beer blends. And it was chocolate-covered bananas. I love and a beer it blend. murdered. It was <clears throat> such a good beer. The number one beer for beer blending, and it's a beer I never drink on it on my on its own, is um, Cali Creamin. Really? It's it works so it's it is like the vanilla ice cream of blending. Like it it just covers so many bases. It's that you can hit it with so many different things. We used to you hit it with any chocolate stout, chocolate porter. Amazing, yeah. You could hit it with most fruited sours. You could hit it with like uh, if like a IPA so is too sharp, dragoon like, fruit from Upland. We're drinking this. Uh, if so, if you no, look I, at this I, and you're like, absolutely. I love the flavor, but it's too sharp. It's super you, tart. Then you throw 
Cali cream in there. And it's it like vanilla creamies it out and balances the nitro. sweetness with the nitro, yeah. Okay, nitrogenized. Uh, is also, Cali cream went on CO2. Get, get, get your fucking life. <laughs> you know, we didn't have that back when I was at Murphy's, but we did have Boddington's, which basically served the same effect, but Cali cream would be. Such a much better. It's the best and beer to blend. blend Interesting. We had for Bonington. It's it, like the it, baking soda, or the flour of a bakery. Yeah, and that's okay. a really big biscuit if you make forty <laughs> pounds of it. <laughs> that's a forty-pound biscuit right there. That's uh, you got an event to go to. I do. It's five thirteen. Yeah, we're brewery of the month. Yeah. And this is over at Mister Brews in Queen Creek. Negative. It's over in Mesa. What? Mesa. Mr. Brews and Mesa is their P.O. address. They're not in Queen Creek? I, no. Queen Creek doesn't go that far. It's north of the 60s. So that Mr. Brews is a different thing now. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Same I, people. That was Chandler. That was managed by my buddy, uh, by my buddy Coop. Coop's, the, oh, Coop's he, a real He's G. the man. You know Justin Coop? Well, I mean, I had him back at the... I met him back at the uh, the angry, angry crab days. Yeah, I... Uh, I've known Justin Coop a long time. He's uh, Coop. Guatemax comes up a lot on this podcast. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I, I've actually watched Justin's children grow up. Like, fuck, I think I met Aiden uh, when he was like four. That's awesome. Five. Yeah, he's such a, a good dude. When when Coop was like uh, Bart, younger younger Bart. I mean, he's always been super good looking and handsome, like fucking Brad Pitt. But when he I was would. when he was right yeah, in the I would when yeah. he was right in the middle of his bartending career, I think I would call it. Uh, we worked together. Um, that's how I got to know him. And yeah, and then he went over to Angry Crab and then I'm so excited he got this opportunity out there. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, I think that, that stopped being a Mr. Brews. They, they changed their name. They, they didn't go with the franchise, but yeah, then Mr. Brews did open up and it's a great spot because they are, uh, because, sorry, man. I've been drinking, like I said, my, my tongue is thick. Oh, man. Dude, I like it. There's really nothing in that area, like nothing uh, around there that the has that. That scope of craft of like options. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've got what's hand- the crossroads? Great question, Bobby. I have to get back to you on that. Yeah, um, I I know that I'm gonna put it in my GPS and hit uh, yeah, right. hit send hit go. Yeah, I'm gonna ziggy out the sixty, and it's gonna it's about a half hour drive from here ish. Yeah, I mean, I, well, 20, 24 minutes if you're in the left lane. Honestly, it just really depends on how long it takes you to get out of downtown because then it's yeah. easy from there. Yeah, no. Signal Butte. Yeah, it's way. It's, Damn, I say, it is Mesa. I say it's way out there, Jesus. but they, ha- they really have a, a monopoly on that, Signal that, neighbor- Southern. that neighborhood. So and what you're saying is they're the ones that burned down the hub. Oh my hey, gosh! Twenty-two minute drive. It's not too I'm not bad. Not here 16... for speculation or conspiracy theories, but sixteen miles is a straight shot down the sixty. Boom! That's it's easy a, peasy. It's a great time. Yeah, uh, John's the owner there, love, and he's uh, he's a veteran as well. Dude, and, you could uh, get there faster than going to flights or uh, no, not flights. Poor. Yeah, yeah probably. Wild. I thought this place was way farther. I mean, I, I I was about to jump in my private helicopter. I got parked out back. Do you park your helicopter back? Well, you, There's no helicopter parking in the back. No, should I move There's it? There's a sign. Is it going to get towed? I know the parking person there, uh, so we're good. Okay. All right. I'll validate it. Don't do not do it again. It's okay. I got a... Sounds like some helicopter. Helicopter goes in the front. No backyard. That's all right. I'm more of a fixed wing, fixed wing kind of guy, man. Those <laughs> yeah. rotowing guys, those, those they, they got a couple screws loose. Well, you got to come hang out at Grand Canyon or my, uh, our founder's... Uh, Veteran and he's a pilot. He flies all the time. We I have, heard we have a location page. He's always he's actually out there right now. I want to go uh, shooting with him. Oh yeah, let's we, go we, shooting. We do Gunfighter Canyon and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, we have a good time. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's fantastic. We should do a collab. 
At his place where Alex shows up. Wait, yeah. which Alex where? Grand Canyon? Grand Canyon, yeah. Okay. This Alex right here. Yeah, this one. one I didn't show up for the second chance collab because I had COVID. Um, and By, by the way, I've never had COVID. Me either. I've been neoing that in the Matrix since, uh, yeah, for <laughs> for over two years now, man. Uh, yeah, dude, I'm, I haven't gotten it either. Well, uh, I, I didn't get the well, Biden jab. Well, hopefully you uh, can avoid the... Uh, what'd you call it? Variance. The Biden jab? <laughs> you didn't get down on the uh, Arizona uh, Guild uh, Johnson Johnson uh-uh. meetup where didn't everyone get, got pokey poked? I didn't get it. There's one and, and done. I still haven't gotten it. I passed out. Did you? I pe- I pe- that's when I shit my pants. Are like, you bad on with the record. Uh, needles? No. Yes. I, I, I can do needles. And phlebotomy, like I can, mm-hmm. I can do it. I can give it to, to people. someone else, not yeah. to you. No, dude, I uh, I started taking testosterone like a year and a half ago, like directly like, into your in shaft, my own ass. Yeah, yeah. Uh, first time I had to do it. Oh my, I passed the fuck out. Did you really? Cracked my head on the back of on the back of my head on my uh, faucet. No, I've only, my... which is obviously manly. I've only ever yeah. passed out <laughs> once. I, uh... Well, because I I have no issue with needles. But when you're like have no experience on what you're supposed to do, and you're supposed to jab this, doing one, it, it looks to like yourself. this long needle in a spot that you can't even just see because it's like your ass. Like you got like it's not like you just like if I did it to my leg, I'm like I know exactly what I'm doing. Boom. Uh, no, I in my butt. And I'm like, dude, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, doctor. Like you, I'm paying you to do this for me. He's like, yeah. oh, this is every other week. Listen, and he didn't give me advice. Nothing. It's a quick. It's a quick pinch tent, intermuscular. Call it. You can't pinch and do that in your butt. It's too far away. Like that's your butt hole. No, 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 no. No. Yeah, no, right there. No, you're you're the way you're doing that. You're gonna stab a needle right through your thumb. Well, I stab the needle and then like maybe I. No, you pinch and then stab. See what I like to Listen, do is. Have you seen a samurai shoot the sword? It's doable. <laughs> I like to I like to saturate my long cut from Copenhagen and then just drop it in. <laughs> there you go. That's why I got my T booster. I do it like they still, like, I still get them like smallpox. Just cut it open, shove it in. Oh, that reminds me of prom night. Ooh. Ouch. Is that, is that okay? That was good. That was okay. It was, it was fucked up. It wasn't a pun. But it was good. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, let's end with that. There you go. Yeah. Well, I mean, we also end with the local shout out. Who we could shout out? A local shout out. Oh, check it out. So, on premise. Uh, let's do off-premise first. Off-premise, oh. Becca up in Flagstaff at Beaver Street Liquor. Hell yeah. Becca's fantastic. Love yeah. Becca. Yeah, Becca's got great. a great new marketing campaign since they're on a one-way street. She has a new marketing campaign. You can get her merch. Talk to Becca. You can only go down on Beaver. Ooh, that's Ooh. genius. It's a one-way street. Love it. It's fucking genius. Yeah, yeah. for sure. No doubt. Uh, on-premise, I'd probably do um, my homeboys um, and gals. I don't mean to pigeonhole just two... G- Two, two, um, um, what's, uh, um, uh, guys and girls and non-binary? I, I don't ge- know. Uh, genders? Gen- thank you, two, two, two genders, but the, the right. folks, how's that? There we go. The, the, the folks down at the distillery in downtown oh, nice. Channel. Yeah. I love those yeah. guys. Yep. Nicole, Chris. Ryan, Chris, yep, yep, all of them, they're about to open up some new locations. Fuck yeah. Sarge and, uh, and Jim, love those guys to death. I mean, they're Arizona only, uh, they're still good people, I do a lot of, they do a lot of great work with the vets down there, they, they help support a lot of my causes, Plural causes, um, but yeah, this today, Junior. Um, no, but the distillery's on premise and back up and uh, and Flagstaff at uh, Beaver Street Liquors. Kelly, Alex, you got something? I was expecting you to. I'll just jump right in it. Oh, uh, honestly, um, I normally like to just shout out for no reason, but uh, nobody's really wowed me. 
in the last couple of days. So wow. I don't. I, it's not that like. It's not that oh. there's no one good out there. It's that okay. I've already said all the great places, and I don't want to just keep saying the same places over and over and over again. I want oh. to hit new places. Bobby has named so there's not a new all place. Great places. Yeah, there's you, not a new place first. that I've been to that like so took me away. Anybody in Old Town? I'll hit scapegoat. Scapegoat. Good dude. Mike. I've called him out though, dude. I've told him. I've said already. It. Okay. All right. Uh, if you're dope, what about I've Chris at like R.T. O'Sullivan's right there with the volleyball courts on the green belt? Uh, Good dude. Uh, probably. Great dude. Probably. The old I'm not saying RTO because I didn't say it that other people don't aren't it. like living up. Wait, is Mesa the original? Uh, the one that where Boulders on Southern is now. Yeah. It's no longer there. News to me. I'm Shout not out from to Boulders here. on Southern. Yeah, Shout out to give Boulders. it to Justin. Shout out to Boulders on. Give it up. Give it hey, up to Justin. That was a tremendous brewery beer pictionary event. I'm not going to say that we won, but we did. The national brands won. We won three times in the same tournament. Three That's different true. times. Yeah. Listen, Justin locals Holt. just love to lose. They're good at it. Not, not you that they were part of the lose. team that lost. We threw them a bone. We, I mean, and you guys did what? You drew it. Can I say it? Yeah. I'm not going to say who did it. But you guys drew a swastika. No, so oh, no, it was a Jew that did that. We're good. Is that okay? Yeah, Jew drew it. According to... I'm a ginger. A backwards I... swastika. What was no. the answer to that? 1933. No, I thought it was 1942. I thought it was... I, I stumbled into 1932 and missed it by a year. It was 1932. It was, it, was, it was the swastika plus one. So it was 1942 plus one. It was 1943. Or, was it 43? Mm-hmm. I thought it was the year that they started the invasion. I don't know. The question was about Arizona. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, it was weird. Andy was I mean, he had a star David pendant from he's his neck, he's and, he, and, he, and he straight up drew and not in any a color swastika. a red swastika. It was backwards. A, yeah. Was it red? He drew. And he drew it was. It backwards. It was the only marker that worked at that time. Okay. But yeah, we still won. Yeah, uh, Drana Swastika didn't really bring it in for us. That's all right. <laughs> so you, you got your shout outs. Alex, do you have an on and off premise shout out? Uh, oh, I mean, I didn't. I'm not hosting that. this wet, this podcast. But. Yeah, we're gonna uh, bring him in. All right. Well, I, I mean, I didn't have necessarily an on and off premise, but I guess I can do that. Uh, for on premise, uh, the sugar bar it's pretty new. Love uh, Interesting concept. Um, Liz did a killer pairing there uh, yesterday for Beer Week with sorbet and some of our more off the wall beers oh, yeah. like our Kool Aid Berliner, uh, Tommy's Lullaby. Um, and so we'll look to do that to be an annual event. And, um, while avoiding sugar is something I spend a lot of time do- doing, uh, I have a lot of great, uh, inter- interesting ideas to, to do work more with him and, uh, pretty excited about that place's opening. When I first heard about it, uh, you know, I'm very pessimistic about a lot of these things just because a lot of idiots just get a hair up their ass. So I, Oh, this is a good idea. And that's kind of what it sounded like at first, but it's well executed. I like the sugar bar. It's does well. They get it. Um, a lot of a lot of new places opening up seem to understand that there's a large space for NAs arising, and then he's understood that already. Plus, has kind of like a an interesting way to pair the the sugar part of like uh, his concepts. Yeah, it's it's fun. They do um, not that it's a shameless plug. They've got Buena Vesa with our uh, Michelada mix, our stone Michelada mix. So they're doing uh, Buena Vesa Michis there. They do yeah. a great job. And you're right, it's interesting. Um, and I and and I'm I'm pumped to see them open in that space, and I hope them. I wish down the street from here. I wish them the best, and it's fun. I mean, I'm not saying it's a family 
friendly out the door, but they've got candies and it's pink and you can, you know, maybe some board games, bring mm-hmm. your, bring your youngins. Um, but it was, it was, it's a fun spot, man. It is a good spot. It's a fun uh, spot. They did it white, man. It, it feels very Candylandish when you walk in there with that white walls, the pink accents, the candy right up front. Like it, yeah. it is spot on. Like if you walk in, you're like, Oh, this is the sugar bar. It, it, they they did a good job of what what that is. Mm-hmm. No, they, yeah, and he actually executed a few things that uh, got me some pretty good ideas about some other stuff I was doing. But um, I've got off premise too. It works out. Uh, pulled up my calendar just to double check. But uh, on the eleventh of March, I had a promo. <laughs> uh, Desert Rose uh, reopens. Ah, uh, Desert Rose. Oh, Joel, that's right. Yeah. Yes. So he's going to reopen. Uh, he's got it closed down right now to do some modern renovations to. Uh, his store uh so it'll be a better experience i've always liked that um store it's in the uh what i call the bermuda triangle of uh combination bottle shops with uh mokesh and mm-hmm. gcm and all those cats over there so it's kind of fun but yeah looking forward to his reopening uh he's always done good business for locals and uh local regional reps alike so looking forward to that and i agree so I'm, was, I'm excited for them that's yeah. awesome Killer. Yeah. Well, let's wrap this bitch up. I right. got to get some dinner in me and then prep for San Diego. Cool. All right, Bobby. Thanks for listening.